1: and BJ. Let's get at it. And it starts now. All right, everyone. Welcome in to another episode of the Lowdown Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew. And I'm BJ. And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. Back once again, episode 15, I believe it is. BJ. Yeah, season Fif- three,
0: episode 15.
1: All right, 15 in. Another year almost whipped and done now, BJ. And uh, we got a lot to talk about on the NBA side of things today. Some changes have happened and just getting some updates from around the league. This one will be quick, fast, mm-hmm. and in a hurry this time around. Uh, still got BJ's best and what's on Drew's mind. And, of course, some with it or quit it. And when BJ's ready, we're going to get it rocking.
0: Yes, sir. I'm excited. I know you are for the uh, second segment of the day. Obviously, big news that we we need to talk about uh, for this episode. So let's get into it, Drew.
1: It is going to be a fun one, BJ. Let's do it. All right. Let's start off with this part of the NBA topics for today, mostly all NBA today, talking about the redesign for the trophies for the end of season awards, BJ. Recently, we known the NBA to come into ushering in Eastern Conference Finals MVPs. Mm. Recently, uh, it's the Magic Johnson Award and the Larry Bird uh, trophy. Just, on just last year, right? Right. Wait, was that right? Yeah. Magic, I think Magic it Johnson was. And Larry Bird. Yeah. <laughs> Steph Curry was the first one to get it over uh, in the West. And I believe Tatum got it in the East.
0: That sounds so, right. I can double check.
1: So that's, uh, those are the new awards that we already know about, but now they wanted to redesign some things and make these awards look a little bit different. As as we know, the WNBA has had to do that with their little tea kettle uh, award that they've <laughs> had. They've had to make some upgrades on some of their stuff. Uh, after, so. You know, yes. some jokes that are flying around or they think, they've got it in the works. Uh, so NBA doesn't want to make sure that they uh, are the blunt of any jokes here, so they have got down and dirty and made some adjustments on these awards um a lot of changes coming on some of these look pretty cool some of these not as as notable as the others so like the first ones you see when you check out this list um or when you look at this list you don't recognize these as the typical end of season awards like mm-hmm. Um, you know you're thinking mvp you're thinking all that good stuff this is this is not necessarily no. what you're thinking uh, no. guys. so uh it's i think it's about five of these awards am i right bj uh the joe dumars trophy mm. uh is one of them that gets a redesign here uh couldn't tell you <laughs> couldn't couldn't tell you what the old one looked like couldn't remember yeah um,
0: it's it's an intriguing design it looks like a base drew it looks like of like a flower vase to me. Yeah, it does.
1: It does. It's named after the former Detroit Pistons, great and Hall of famer who won the inaugural, uh, NBA sportsmanship award in 95, 96. The trophy features two players shaking hands in the respect of each other and is awarded to the player who best represents the ideals of sportsmanship on the court. So the Joe Dumars trophy, whatever it looked like before. I don't actually remember. Um, It looks now, like BJ said, kind of like a vase, just like a fancy vase with Mm -hmm. a couple of what are supposed to be players or just dudes, homies, shaking hands (laughs) at the top middle of this thing. and At the bottom, it says NBA Sportsmanship Award.
0: Very nice uh, design with, like, the dudes being in gold compared to the rest looking almost like a diamond, if you will, like Mm -hmm. a diamond boss, if you will. Um, So I'm, I'm not sure how it looked before because I don't, think I'd even remember hearing about it last year at the end of the season when we talked about all the awards, uh, you know, if it yeah, was just the no. sportsmanship award or whatnot, obviously it didn't have a name or anything like that. It was just the sportsmanship award.
1: Right. You know, that's not something they typically advertise too much. You know, they'll put it out in like a social post or anything. Yeah. Uh, I think they do like a a court presentation, but like that's just not one that fans are, you know, notable, you know, thinking about like, man, who's going to win the the Joe Dumars trophy this year, man? Who's it going to be?
0: I I got out of line to get a hot dog so I could see the Joe Dumars trophy being presented. (laughs) Right? I I stayed in my seat at
1: halftime so I could see who won the Joe Dumars trophy this year,
0: this season. no disrespect you know, like, or anything to Joe Dumars. It's just, it's not a, you know, not the one that comes to mind first when you are thinking about some of these NBA trophies that we give out at the, at the end of each season. Uh, I mean, it's, it's um, even, even one of the ones that we'll talk about here in a moment is intriguing because I don't remember them giving it out before this year. Uh, it, it's, it's very new. We'll, we'll talk about it here in a minute though. Let's keep going.
1: Next up, uh, the mm, China to butch this Twyman Twyman Stokes, Stokes. yeah. The Twyman Stokes trophy honors Twyman, who supported teammate Maurice Stokes after he was injured in a game and later came down with uh, oof, I'm gonna just go for this word
0: encephalopathy. I I even butchered it, I think.
1: Maybe, (laughs) uh, (laughs) ah, I'm done. In is awarded to the NBA teammate of the year in the trophy features tie. Uh, uh, the T-Man with his Twyman. arm around Stokes guiding him and supporting him. Man, these man, I'm a tongue twister on that one.
0: Well, this, is, this is probably the only time that we'll mention it, although it is weird <laughs> yeah. that, that I, I don't know what was wrong with NBA teammate, but it, it is, you know, I mean, honoring the, uh, the efforts of Twyman and, and, you know, how much he valued uh making sure that his teammate was you know got the help that he needed and and you know put his arm around him uh as is displayed in this trophy is um i think that's a really cool design again it's it's very similar to the Joe dumars trophy instead of shaking hands it's uh somebody with a hand around the other uh instead and but it's still the same kind of flower vase structure almost in in the design of it.
1: Yes, it is. Pretty pretty close to the same, and you don't get a whole lot different as you go down. The Red <laughs> no. Auerbach trophy uh, next up is named after the legendary Boston Celtics coach and is awarded to the NBA Coach of the Year winner. The trophy features the famous Lloyd Lilly sculpture of Auerbach on the bench with game plan in one hand and cigar in the other. And yeah, it's, it's, I, I... it's structured just like the other trophies, just has yeah. That you know that sculpture of our back on the bench with the game plan in one
0: hand. Now this was not the it wasn't renamed just this year for him because I thought that we talked about uh, the Red Hourback Trophy for you know the past couple of years in in terms of our uh, off season like awards uh, episodes. So maybe I'm wrong, but definitely it you it, they they at this point Drew they've come up with a design that they liked. And they right. just kind of click, copy, paste, and like change some things around and and whatnot. They they really haven't, you know, done too much different for, with these, but they're all different and they're all very similar now.
1: Next we have the Maurice Podoloff Trophy. I hope I said that right.
0: I think the you new did. Award, That's a good one.
1: A new award named after the first commissioner of the NBA. It is awarded to the team with the best record in the league after 82 games. The trophy features a crystal ball cut into 82 panels, sitting on a pedestal that combines the structures of the Eastern Conference post and Western Conference rings.
0: Yeah, this is the one that I was talking about, Drew, as being new that I'm kind of intrigued by because this is very reminiscent. I like like it too. It's If you pay attention to hockey, there is an award called the President's Trophy Mm. in hockey, and that's what's given to the team that has the best finishes with the most points at the end of the regular season. Now, does that always mean that the team is going to, you know, reclaim that ultimate prize of of hoisting the trophy at the end of the postseason? It doesn't necessarily equate to that, but you know, in, in this, in this sport, you do want to honor, you know, teams that have had fantastic years. Like we should go back and retroactively give it to the uh, 07 Mavs that had the best record in the NBA that year. Give them, oh. a, give them that trophy.
1: Don't do that. We're going to end up backtracking to MJ, and then MJ is just going to have even more awards from all <laughs> the, the A2 game season
0: have. <laughs> but, no, I mean, you kind of understand my point. I mean, I yeah. know they're not going to do that. But at the same time, it's like, you know, this this feels like – this doesn't feel new, but it is at the same time. Like, we, I'm not sure what took so long if they were going to do this why? Why now of all you know of all times? Yeah, it does seem um, kind of
1: random. Yeah, but... it,
0: it's it's very interesting that it, it, it gets introduced you know after the the 2022 uh, season that it is for the first time. I'm not sure why, uh, unless they were just kind of you know coming off the highs of the 75th anniversary season last year and they thought time for a new trophy, for instance, maybe. B,
1: Bj, are these some of these at least some of them are at least like are they worth having conversations about sometimes you know like does the best record uh in the league trophy mean anything like you know everybody's ultimate prize is of course an nba championship um but like does our do, teams going to hold any stock into that nba best record trophy um or is it going to be kind of treated like a commissioner's cup in uh in the wnba in a way to where it's just kind of another trophy that you get to put on your wall well Commissioners WNBA commissioners got to get you know some money from that, but um, is is this going to be anything anybody talks about? The sportsmanship award, the coach of the year, the uh, supported a teammate.
0: Coach of the year will for sure be talked about. I think this will be this uh you know best record the uh, the uh, Podeloff uh, trophy with the best record. My worry is that it's going to either end up becoming like a meme, if you will, where it's like, you know, all those wins in the regular season bounced in the first round or, or yeah, whatnot. right. It's oh yeah. Something the like first that. team it's to gonna... get
1: that and lose in yeah. the playoffs yeah. is going to be. The yeah. Victim. And,
0: and I mean, you, you know how, how we still think of that Warriors team that went 73 and nine had the best record season ever, you know, by any NBA team bounced in the NBA finals that didn't win the trophy You know, it's it's it is worth noting, Drew, because it is a a remarkable accomplishment, especially when you win, you know, if you win every game but nine or or 10 in the instance of of those Bulls, of those Warriors, you absolutely deserve something for that recognition. But it doesn't matter diddly squat to those teams if they don't raise the Larry O'Brien trophy at the end of the year. It's not going to matter. It's going to be a hollow empty trophy. It's going to be a hollow empty cup or whatever. If they're not able to accomplish that ultimate goal of winning the title, who cares what you did in the regular season if you can't claim that, you know, postseason trophy? You know, if, if you're the one seed in the East and you get bounced out by like the five or the four, for instance, in the second round, or you know, the the three seed in the West knocks out the one seed in, in the West in the Western Conference Finals. You know, it's it that's where it becomes one of those, you know, like, uh, you know, you you get just the the roast session begins because, you know, what what are you doing in the ultimate goal of pursuing a championship? What does this award mean for you? You know, because this is not like a different sport, for instance, that the regular season, while it does matter, it doesn't matter nearly as much as when you get to the postseason and the ultimate goal of, of obtaining that championship. So it, it is going to be, you know, it's not really going to matter to these teams, Drew, unless it's just been like a long time. Like for instance, if if Memphis were to win it this year, but not win the championship, maybe they might, you know, have a little bit of, you know, appreciation for it more so. But if, if you're a team like Boston, who's had, you know, 17 NBA trophies for, for winning the final 17 times, having the best record but not winning an 18th trophy isn't going to matter at the end of the day.
1: Right. Yeah, I think these might be more like ownership organization uh ego boosting awards cuz you know, they'll they'll be able to rack up, you know, what they're doing. They'll they'll see them as their awards probably like, "Oh, we had we're we're bringing in the right players getting sportsmanship awards. Oh, we're bringing in them bringing white uh coaches that I uh, know what they're doing in winning coach of the year around here. We kn- we know what we're doing as uh as executives. And speaking of which, executive of the year award is the final one they got to redesign. Mm-hmm. Um it's a award to the top executive or the front office the top front office executive. The iconic five-sided pyramid symbolizes five players on the floor united and point towards the apex under the direction of the executive. And this is in place of where the, you know, the people have been on the past on the mm-hmm. you know coach of the year and these other awards. It's a pyramid instead. Yeah. And it looks the same, you know, same type of design, same everything else. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think these are more, these will be more touted within organizations and, you know, uh, yeah. executives.
0: Yeah. Outs- outside of the best regular season record, none of this is really going to move the needle for the common NBA fan. Uh, outside, maybe the coach of the year, because that is an intriguing race. And basketball fans can talk about, like, I mean, you and I last year we had different conversations about who should have won it. Billy Donovan, for instance, they had such a good season. Uh, you know, the coach in Memphis had a fantastic year, coming out of nowhere to be the the three seed in, uh, or actually no, the two seed, if I'm not mistaken, in last year's playoffs. Um, so you know, honoring somebody that has had the best year as a coach is certainly something that will be talked about and and everything more so than probably any of these other uh, trophies that we've talked about, but it's certainly, uh, you know, it's certainly worth noting and and talking about.
1: Players will probably hold hold stock into the sportsmanship and stuff personally when they get those awards, but, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. I
0: want to say hello to Cam who's in the chat with us. He said, looked up the new designs. He likes them for the most part. Uh, and he's kind of in agreement about the, uh, you know, the Bobaloff, which is going to be overinflated or become a meme, just like the President's Trophy in hockey.
1: Shout out to Cam. And now we have BJ's
0: Best. That's right, Drew. And, well, it is almost the end of the year for 2022. And I just got to thinking, you know, I don't know, Drew, how many times did you really get to go – to a movie theater this year. If you had to guess, how many times did you go and, and see a uh, a movie? You are muted again, my friend.
1: Good point. Uh, this <laughs> year, man, I could definitely count it on one hand. I don't know. I know mm-hmm. I went on a date. One of them. Okay. So I would. Mm, I'd say no more than three. No more than. No
0: three. more than three. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge kind of, movie
1: guy, you know, TV's well, mostly, yeah. TV mostly when I can watch it at home and there's most movies that I haven't seen. So I just watch them on the little platforms or whatever. But if it's like big or something, so like I want to see Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. I have plans to see it. I haven't seen it yet. I so haven't So that'll be something I go out and see.
0: Yeah, I haven't either. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. It's just, it's been really busy and I haven't had the, the chance to to go and see it in the theater at this point. I might not and just wait for it to, to drop on, on home release. Awesome. I know I went more last year because I think it was one of those like after you know so long of not having anything. Oh yeah, to go like see at the right when we theater. get out
1: of all the the stuff, yeah. like it's yeah. time to go out a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and there were more. There it felt like there was more offerings that I was interested in that were kind of backlogged and waiting for you know release in the theaters that I did want to go see. So I think I went and saw you know six to eight movies last year that I probably would have spaced out and seen like maybe two or three each of the past, you know, two or three years, had yeah. it not been for that. But this year, I mean, I, I think I'm right there with you where I may have may have seen, you know, just a handful, maybe three or four films in the theaters this year. And I'm, I'm trying to remember if, if I've seen more and I'm just blanking. But the reason I bring that up and ask is because you go at the end of the year, you usually get, some of the uh you know top movies of the year list that have come mm-hmm. out. And so this is from The Ringer. This is their best movies of 2022 and it's got 10. So let's see if we have collectively seen how many of these movies that uh are in the top 10. I know that Cam has seen this first one, Top Gun Maverick. I have yet to see it. I'm meant to go see it I'm going to watch it probably on at, at, with the home release, but you have not seen it, Drew, is my understanding? I have not.
1: I never saw the first one.
0: That, the first one's pretty good. I, I saw the first one. Uh, in fact, it was just on uh, television the past couple of days, I think. So, uh, But they put it at number 10, alongside with Jackass Forever, believe it or not. Unfortunately, no, I know haven't I didn't see seen that, that. one. No, That's I, good I that it's a that.
1: top 10 movie. That means that the Jackass movie did not fold in its last one that they came back and did. That's good.
0: Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued that, that those two movies are put right equal platforming. But, um, you know, I mean, if if they're both good, then I don't have a problem with it. I'm just curious as to what is ahead of it. And I've got and to watch number... it on
1: Netflix now.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say it should be, uh, it should be available to watch. Uh, number nine, I know I've never heard of this one, so I'm sure you haven't seen it. This is according to the Ringer again. This is their list, not anything you or I made. Number nine is a movie called E.O. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's a movie where it follows a lonely, wandering donkey. Uh, I guess it's is it kind of the live action Eeyore is a.
1: Oh, what oh, that that sounds about right. Yeah, that's the only I, thing that would make sense,
0: I, I guess. But I, I hadn't heard of it until I saw it in this. Uh, I hadn't either. on this list. I definitely so, hadn't watched it. Yeah, I, I haven't either. So it's <laughs> very interesting. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I know I've heard really good things about this, and this is kind of a little bit underrated because when I tell you who who uh, directed this movie, you'll be surprised. Number eight is the Fablemans. Do you know who uh, directed that one, Drew? Nope. That is a Steven Spielberg film.
1: Steven Spielberg. Steven
0: Spielberg, who has done a lot of fantastic movies over the years, um, and so this one is very interesting. Uh, a lot of uh, this. This is um This one is is a. Um, it looks like it's a odd uh, to the, um, uh, John Ford, who did a lot of, of good films, uh, including the man who shot Liberty Valancey. So if, if you're kind of remembered the old school GTA games back in the day, that oh. was kind of what they were based around. Um, so anyway, it, it's going to be very interesting, uh, to see that there was, I, I think it's a, a movie that, I haven't seen it yet, Drew, but with Steven Spielberg, anything less than top five feels like a a little bit of a snub. Mm -hmm. So uh, number seven is All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. I know I have not seen that.
1: All the Beauty and the Bloodshed. Never heard of it.
0: Yeah, it says uh, it's about a photographer who Uh uh, went out to... uh, take pictures of, of subjects that, uh, were marginalized, militant, or socially invisible, uh, basically, you know, nonconformist souls essentially. So this is, this is one of those like indie films, I guess is, is, uh, is, is what, uh, where this one comes from. Cause I had never heard of it and I don't know if, if it's, uh, if it really did get a lot of, uh, attention outside of like the, the the true film buffs if you will number six is a movie called earwig this is another looks like indie film um this is a grim fairy tale titled after a tiny burrowing insect uh and it furiously digs its way into your consciousness apparently whoa (laughs) Uh, that's what this this article says almost verbatim uh confined Uh to a small apartment with a man who may or may not be her father a ten-year-old suffers a rigorous caregiving routine every day for no apparent reason. The man inserts rows of ice cubes into her toothless mouth and then leaves her to play on her own. That that sounds just wrong to me. I I, I don't know why this is in the, the top ten. Next. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's let's keep going. Um, <laughs> number five, crimes of the future. Uh, long live the old flesh at seventy-nine. David Cronenberg gathered together and insanely hot cast of art house stalwarts flew them to Athens and pulled off a genuine Greek tragedy. Um, and it says it's an auteur work in every sense. Uh, another one that uh, is probably a little too artsy fartsy for you and I. Next, I, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know where, where they're getting, you know, I mean, where, where is uh you know, where's the good movies? It feels like, like who it.
1: likes these things
0: where where
1: is the uh, review of this
0: where is everything everywhere all at once? do you know that movie that one was yeah. good from what i've I've heard I think that was one that um I meant to watch before it left theaters and I didn't uh number four decision to leave this is a uh this one was in theaters but i I couldn't tell you if I ever saw a trailer for it drew
1: don't know what it is i don't no. have a, I don't have a clue
0: all right, here's one that I think you'll know for sure. Oh, okay. number three is Nope. That's the Jordan Peele film. I do film. know
1: it, but I never ended up seeing it. Actually, yeah, I didn't. I Jordan didn't see Peel. it
0: either. Uh, this is one that uh, you know. I mean, obviously, with Jordan Peele's uh, three horror movies that he's done over the years, this one kind of comes in a little bit below the other two, and at least from what I've heard, and and. You know I'm not one that has gone and, and watched them all so I can't be the, the judge of that but everything I've heard about you know people that watch Peel's movies kind of view this one you know still up there as as solid but mm-hmm. not as as great as as the first two um you know the I drew a blank on, on what their names were
1: <laughs> but, don't ask me I haven't seen them yet yeah. uh
0: number two is Saint Omer. This is uh I, I, this is something called TIFF. Is this a streaming service? I, I've never even heard of this. And the number one movie, according to The Ringer, is After Sun. Uh, so maybe we... Did we did we n- 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 not see any of these, Drew? Did Say that someone again. Number one was a movie called After Sun.
1: Nope.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> we i i don't know there's a lot don't know if i see there's there's a lot that it feels like is missing from this list drew um let's let's talk about what we did see because i know i saw the um i know i saw dr strange multiverse of madness and i saw thor love and thunder uh i those are the first two that come to my mind
1: um that that or that
0: neither one of them which ones did you see then
1: and BJ, I, I just sent you something. Don't check it until what's on Drew's mind.
0: Okay. Yeah. Got it. So what movie did you see that you can remember? Because, I mean, it feels oh it feels like God. there's some missing from this list. What
1: did I even see on the date that <laughs> I went on? <laughs> I don't remember. You're asking me to remember. Was that the right
0: Batman? Now. It was the Batman this year? Did that come out this year?
1: Was it Batman? No. Um, oh, man. I remember what movie. It's not. It was that Viking like movie that came out. Oh, um, oh man! Shoot,
0: shoot, shoot!
1: <laughs> it was like two hours long too.
0: Was it, it The Northman?
1: Yes, yes, The oh. Northman. The Northman.
0: Where's yeah. that one? That one I've heard. I had heard solid things. about That, that was.
1: One. I mean, I think it was a little overhyped. Like it was okay. good, but it's it. I don't think it would make this list. Oh, okay. I
0: don't think man I'm, I'm trying i'm drawing a blank as to i mean it feels like you know the the ones that we've heard of that were you know mm-hmm. ones that we probably would have seen were either right at the bottom or jordan peele which gets elevated to number three
1: that's, i don't know that's,
0: man. that's a i don't know i mean i don't know if this is just not in touch with like you know what the normal is that movie our movie? Or,
1: like, is it uh, us? This, or I is mean, it's them? just,
0: let's see. This says it was uh, oh, a okay. film critic, teacher, author based in Toronto. So maybe there's some movies that we didn't see that were, like, Canadian exclusives. I, I found Probably. it on The Ringer and I thought that it was, you know, U.S. based movies. There's uh, definitely
1: like, some things that are exclusive and some definitely, like, come out before. Yeah. Like, what about?
0: You know, movie like Bullet Train or uh, Smile, if, if you're, you know, talking about the horror movies, uh, I heard a lot of people that actually really liked that movie Smile. I couldn't tell you because the trailer just kind of turned me off to it, but I heard a lot of good things about it. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe we have a little bit of some disagreements with this uh, top ten list. Maybe we need to reach out to our uh our friends and, and see what they think, what their list would be. And maybe we can review that for another future installment,
1: but I maybe mean, we need to get out and watch some more movies. I guess. I guess,
0: I guess that's what we need to take away from 2022. There are some solid movies coming out next year that I'm looking forward to though. Um, so I guess it's one of those that we'll just have to kind of go and watch some movies and, and uh, you know, make our own list from now on.
1: Yeah. I like I, to be I, at a movie for a while, like make a trip out of it. Well, yeah. I mean, like I don't like short movies, so like less than an hour and a half mm-hmm. or hour and a half or less. I'm not into that. Like I yeah. want my movie to be close to two hours or yeah. longer.
0: I think yeah. that's what the, the trend has been going steadily, slowly over the years. Um, You know, I, I watched just the other day, you, you've you seen the original Christmas story, right? Yeah. So they did a, uh a, another, uh like a, a sequel of sorts to it on HBO Max and I watched it kind of skeptical thinking okay this is just one of those cash grabs that you know they just are trying to you know cash in on, on people's enjoyment of the first one and I actually ended up enjoying it Drew I, I thought that it did a, a very nice job of making you appreciate the original for what it was but also adding something new to the story. I didn't feel like it was just you know, let, let's age up the children from the movie and put them in similar circumstances. It, it actually did have its own kind of story to tell. And, and I thought that that was a, a really nice touch to, you know, to do as a proper sequel to the original. So that that's the most recent one that I've seen and uh, pretty solid, honestly. I, I, I you know, I'm, I don't do like scores or anything, but I, if you're a fan of the original, I, I think that's worth a watch this holiday season. Okay. And that is BJ's best, Drew. That is what my best of the week has been.
1: There you go. Another successful day of BJ's best, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of success, those Mavs need to find some more success. Yeah. Uh, As that 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 NBA NBA season continues to heat up, Christmas around the corner, still so many unknown uh, things that are going to shake out. Who's going to be winning the West? Who's going to be winning the East? Who's actually a title contender? Who's a pretender? Who's going to get the MVP with all those people vying for that award? Man, when I'm looking to get on the act, get in on the action, though, I bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do.
0: That is right, Drew. And check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped up, same game parlays. Here's what you do you got a couple matchups you like coming up this weekend, maybe tonight even. You got the Nuggets as a one point favorite on the road in Portland. Let's say you want to parlay those Nuggets with uh, maybe the Houston Rockets in a kind of a matchup of, of uh, two teams that used to be better than they are this year, the Rockets and the Spurs tonight in San Antonio. Or maybe you just want to hold off and wait till Friday. Maybe you believe in the Mavericks to make it three in a row when the Bucks come to town. Maybe, maybe. If not, you can always go and look at another game, such as uh, Philadelphia hosting the Lakers, for instance. What you're going to do is you want to take whatever team you believe in, you're going to put a same-game parlay. Which team's going to win the total number of rebounds in that contest – Maybe how many assists will Luca dish out to his teammates in that Bucks mavericks game? Well, whatever you want to do. The more legs you add to it, the bigger the boost, and the bigger your shot is to win big. Drew, how do they do it?
1: You download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game. And get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook.
0: Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew, I guess you sent me something that I need to look into. I'll take a look at that, but why don't you go ahead and lead us into what's on your mind for this week's edition?
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, this week on what's on drew's mind it's it's something that dates back to my childhood and bj's childhood as well bj once again gets to participate in what's on drew's mind especially as i sent him that he definitely will be partaking so he knows where this is going now since he's seen it and what's on drew's mind is a new movie coming out really rush hour Four. Oh my goodness has been confirmed wow to come out and i'm a big rush hour fan i'm it's one of those few movies that i'll go back and re-watch because it's so good and i mean the rush hours date back to like when we were born bj yeah, late 90s.
0: yeah
1: we were we were just pups out here in the streets when rush hour was coming out rush hour two and then rush hour three and then now
0: years and years, years later. later
1: rush hour four
0: you are me no i am you
1: <laughs> no i'm you yes
0: oh, i am you that's what i said Make you stop saying you. That.
1: <laughs> So,
0: oh my goodness This week it's wow. rush hour
1: for bj and with rush hour so many good memories and so many good different clips from the rush hour movies mm-hmm. and uh you probably you probably didn't have to download these but uh you should be able to Maybe just share, or if you're able to download them, then cool, but wanted to show some clips from or at least one of the a couple of these from rush hour. one of them's like three minutes It's way too long uh a couple of clips from rush hour from the movies to to throw it back to bring back some of the memes from the rush hour days and if if you are a rush hour watcher, you will know the jam in the car where Jackie was okay, well, don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop.
0: Don't stop. Good God, Says, you all! <laughs> hey, ha. you all! It's y'all, <laughs> hey. y'all. So, oh, rush man. hour.
1: Uh, Jackie Chan is looking at. <laughs> I didn't know he was this old. He's sixty-eight years old. Jackie Chan wow. is sixty-eight, and Chris Tucker is fifty-one. There's a funny tweet right now. I <laughs> uh, just noticed it. he said uh jackie chan sixty eight years old and chris tucker's fifty one I'm praying for their achilles and a c l s if they're really going through with rush Hour four
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah just gotta probably make gonna sure get injured you, on set you know, make sure you got the the top top doctors on standby just in case right get those have you, doubles
1: probably gonna have their kids in the show or something like
0: yeah
1: you, probably, maybe- you think you gotta integrate that at some point but like these guys are old but like surely jackie and uh uh oh my God what was his name in Rush Hour uh Lee, uh no uh Carter yeah. Carter in Rush Hour surely he got some kids and like you know yeah. out of all this time like and the that, gap that, between Rush Hour two and three had to have something there and then three and four now like okay where's these guys kids like they got to be growing at this
0: point yeah they they might Are they going to be in rush hour the next four. generation or something and that might yeah. be part of the premise so that they don't have to do so many stunts
1: yeah I bet they're in Rush Hour four but um bj let's play right there too good with feet oh yeah what are you
0: doing she said i can have any girl i want in here man calm down with me well hurry up man, what's wrong with you you don't jump in front of a black man in a buffet line calm down we'll what the to... friend have big appetites please follow her upstairs into the quiet room there ain't gonna be no quiet room no more Your daddy was a cop?
1: Not a cop. An officer. A legend. All over Hong Kong.
0: My daddy a legend, too. All over America. My daddy wants to arrest 15 people in one night by himself.
1: My daddy arrests 25 by himself.
0: My daddy saved five crackheads from a burning building by himself.
1: My daddy wants to cut a bullet with his bare hands.
0: My daddy will kick your daddy's ass all the way from here to China or Japan, wherever they hell you from, and all up that great wall, hey, too. Hey, don't talk about my father. Don't talk about my daddy
1: rush hour lovers they they know all about it um i don't know if there is a, an exact uh date yet the the word just came out that it is in the works um i i don't know if there's even a year on it let me see really quick
0: i hadn't heard anything until you sent me that uh tweet so looks like it has not been uh yeah no year on date, it on the drop
1: yeah. so what i'm looking at right here Uh, Jackie Chan made a rare onstage appearance at the Red Sea Film Festival Thursday where he told fans that he is currently in talks to make a fourth Rush Hour movie. He said, quote, we're talking about part four right now. He told the festival crowd, adding that he was going to meet with the film's director this evening to discuss the script. He did not identify said director, but American filmmaker Brett Ratner directed all three previous versions. I don't know why he wouldn't do the fourth if he waited out to do the third one. I bet he's going to do the fourth, so... There you go on right, that. That's
0: that's a little bit of a sketchy possibility. I mean, he should, but there's mm-hmm. also um, some misconduct allegations ah. against him. So that might be what the what the hangup was. Cause yeah, this I says see it right here. He hasn't that...
1: directed a film since fourteen in mm-hmm. November 2017. Seven women, including actresses Olivia Munn and Natasha. Hayden accused the filmmaker of sexual harassment and misconduct, causing Warner Bros. to sever all the ties with the producer slash director with whom they had a lucrative deal.
0: Yeah, this says they'd been talking about it even back as far back in, in 2018 about making a fourth one uh, with Chris Tucker said mm-hmm. that uh, Jackie was ready and uh, wanting to do it. I'm sure that they were working on it then. COVID came around, and so maybe now. You Know if they if they start filming next year, I would expect that you'd see it sometime in 2024.
1: Yeah, gotta do it right now before Jackie kills over and dies. He's
0: 68. Oh gosh, good, great, right, he's not gonna man. kill over and die, gonna but say, he, ain't he... Gonna
1: be, he ain't gonna be able to do that Jackie Chan stuff no more. Yeah, um, Chan uh, starred in three rush hour films. You know, of course, Chris Tucker, I mean, mm-hmm. 1998 that was that first one, yeah, and in 2007 alongside Chris Tucker. Three came out. Golly, when was three? Twenty. Whoa.
0: Whoa. Was it not oh seven? Was it, it the seven or... one?
1: I felt like the gap was bigger. I guess it is. I guess I feel. I felt like three came out later than that.
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe it uh, maybe felt like it was later than that, but it was only oh seven. I mean oh seven has been fifteen years, Drew. So. Oh no,
1: you're right. Rush Hour Three was oh seven. That is crazy that it, that's that's weird 15 years later and they get four out man
0: yeah or start working on it
1: (laughs) yeah start working on it it'll be about 16 17 by the time it gets here to us
0: yeah man that's exciting news i'm glad that you saw that i had no idea that that was even happening
1: yeah big rush hour fan from those back in the day and uh all the iconic quotes and 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 things from those movies a rewatch would be great sometime soon probably going to do that now but
0: i was just saying that's that's something i need to rewatch
1: yeah, that is what's on Drew's mind.
0: Fantastic stuff. Fantastic stuff. Well, we're going to shift gears. And this is, this is still basketball related, but we're going to talk about something very serious that happened today. And it doesn't even have anything to do with, you know, playing the sport or anything like that. But, Drew, earlier this morning, we found out that Brittany Griner uh, has been released. They, the U.S. and Russia agreed to a prisoner swap. And so Brittany Griner is on her way home.
1: Yeah. After that long, long time over there in that Russian prison, she has yeah. been exchanged in a swap and U S releases Russian arms dealer, uh, Victor bout for Brittany Griner. Um, long yeah. time coming here to finally get Griner out. It's cool to finally see that this is, this is a done deal here. And Griner is, uh, on her way back. If not, I probably back already, to be honest. And, uh, trying to regain some normalcy uh, within life again after being in such conditions for a long time and having to go through so much uh, mentally in that time period. But I'm glad she's finally made her way out of there and is going to get back to whatever she would consider a normal life at this point because that will probably always haunt her forever.
0: Yeah, I I can't even imagine – you know like we said we're not even gonna talk about when she would if she even returns. I don't know if, if you would you know if, if she would want to come back and, and be part of basketball. I'm sure she would it just you know how long is this going to you know take for her to you know get back and and, and feel normal not not normal but feel safe and and, and just you know kind of regain I'm struggling for the words but you know kind of what i'm i'm meaning right here drew where it's it's you know what what she went through psychologically that could hang with her as you said for a long time and and that's something that if if she doesn't feel like she's at her highest level you know emotionally and 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 psycholo- psychologically you know she might not want to try to you know return to to the wnba or or basketball in general i mean is she I don't, you know, with, with her, she doesn't have to go out there and prove anything, in my book, on the court if she doesn't want to. I know she loves the sport. I know she would love to be back and, and be with her teammates. And her teammates, you know, were so active and vocal about making sure that she got home and, and was, you know, released from being wrongfully detained. But I don't know if that's something that she would want to try to go out there for a whole season and a postseason run and just the the stress and tolls that 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 can have as well coming off of an ordeal like this.
1: Yeah, definitely not uh, probably on anyone, any of their minds at all at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But just glad it's finally, finally, finally wrapped up for her and that she's back. Um, Back to some actual basketball um well just kind of running down some news from the nba some some things going on um the pelicans have taken the number one seed in the west now yeah uh colin sexton for the jazz got a hamstring injury going to be out at least a week uh murray with an ankle injury out for a couple just some quick injury stuff um, races he uh, heat up for the different awards anthony davis going on a crazy tear it's been for insane the lakers and mm-hmm. really kind of pulling the lakers from the scrums back up to in the in the in the thick of things and yeah everybody's talking about anthony davis and his skill set is he the most talented player in the league um, and i'll be He's going to get the comparisons to Giannis. They, you know, stacking up AD's numbers so far this season versus Giannis. And it is – Giannis's MVP numbers in his first season. AD's numbers are better right now. Is AD in the MVP conversation? Uh, what are the Lakers looking like? Lakers looking like they're getting it together. Russ is thriving off the bench. AD putting up MVP numbers. Um, the Jazz are winning some crazy victories. I think that's – yeah. Laurie Markinen not too long ago had a buzzer-beater victory for the Jazz, and then the Jazz just came back in the final seconds last night I to beat the Warriors. Now. So like, I don't know what this NBA season is on right now, but it is on some stuff. It's been, And then it's Kyrie been remarkable. out here hooping in Brooklyn. The The Nets are getting it together. Uh, Cleveland is going crazy out there. The Net, uh, the Celtics are looking really good. Uh, Middleton is back for the Bucks.
0: A lot of stuff, BJ. What's, a lot. What's,
1: what's really got your attention the most uh, in the NBA so far in the recent week?
0: I mean, yeah, you just kind of hinted at, at you know what we've kind of seen all transpire, just the way that Utah was able to kind of come out of nowhere, get that, that steal and, and literally steal away a win from Golden State. Well, just last night, it's been crazy seeing the Mavs go back and forth with the Nuggets just a couple nights back, and that was – uh, that was less than ideal because they were coming on a back-to-back going on the road for the second end of a back-to-back after being at home against a really good but shorthanded Suns team that they won by 20 plus in that game and just to withstand the adversity of, of playing in you know the mile high uh you know losing you know anytime you have to get yourself ready to play a mile above sea level it's always tough and you know the Mavs had some some struggles, but they were able to get a victory and a very solid one at that. And if they can pile another one together, that's kind of what I'm, I'm looking at for, for tomorrow is, is can they keep up this, you know, play against these top teams? This is about when, you know, obviously it was a little bit later last year that they've started really going on that run that propelled them to a uh, top four seed in the West. But if in if what, with the way they've started this year, it feels like that run needs to start a little bit earlier this might be what catapults them into that kind of run with you know winning these kind of games having another great opportunity to do so tomorrow night and then just you know the continued play above you know at the top in the west by you know Memphis and and some of the other teams it's it's really interesting to me there's been a lot of things that I've been keeping my eye on um You were talking about Anthony Davis, not even in the top 10 in the NBA MVP ladder. I'm really just amazed that his performance over the past couple weeks hasn't at least gotten him into that six through 10 range. He's still kind of in that, you know, five more to keep an eye on category right now. I just, I don't see how he's not in the top 10 right now. You know, there's a lot of names out there that it's kind of, you know, tough to say, no, this guy's not deserving, but, you know, would you put, jalen brown ahead the head of anthony davis i'm not so sure i would you know a guy like maybe um a donovan mitchell he's he's having a solid year but i would ad is
1: ad is so I don't. i don't know it gets a little complicated i'd put donovan mitchell above it's mainly because yeah. the lakers aren't really in the mix of it yet but you know ad is bringing him out of it you can't deny what he's doing yeah. so i think if, they're if being he pulls little... them
0: into that playoff discussion yeah. I think he'll continue to rise.
1: Yeah, I think he's. I uh, think they're being a little hard on AD in these rankings yeah. right now, but soon, yeah. sooner or later, they'll he'll rise up because I mean he's just he's his the numbers are undeniable right now, and if the Lakers absolutely. keep winning, I mean they're going to have to. And if he and can maintain that, that pace,
0: mix. I mean, absolutely,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty much the bulk of it for the nba news uh luca continues to get triple doubles morant just set a grizzlies franchise record of triple doubles i believe it's only six which is yes. not saying a whole yeah. lot for the grizzlies well but, they,
0: they're so young of a franchise that it, it, it's oh, so it's it, it surprising yeah
1: but um but yeah that's most of the NBA news going on right now and how things are stacking yeah. up. Tim Hardaway Jr doing kind of good for the Mavs right now and BJ little Mavs factoid for you a lineup of Luka Doncic, Josh Green, Maxi Kleber, Christian Wood. And I believe Tim Hardaway Jr is a top 6 NBA lineup in the league.
0: I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that and I'm hoping that uh, that's kind of what we see for the, you know, the good majority of the rest of the way uh you know Tim Hardaway had that big clutch shot to uh you know give the Mavs back the lead in uh, Denver the other night and uh we'll see if if he's able to keep up that level and maintain that pace and be you know a consistent part of it
1: if he's going to stay true to being who he is then he won't It'll, it's just yeah. going to be a little spurt he's going to go super cold for a while and they're going to be like and where's then, Tim
0: but, oh I don't yeah.
1: know. what happened to That's the guy we saw
0: because yeah. it always seems seems to come that way this is a good opportunity to buck that trend
1: and is it weird to say that this is his tenth year in the league does it sound right to say that
0: it doesn't sound it right doesn't. to say that it really doesn't
1: like he's, the he' time joined the of? his first year in the league it was our senior year in high school
0: man that yeah. flabbergasting man it is absolutely flabbergasting
1: and that's it ladies and gentlemen and now time for with it. Or quit.
0: Yes, sir. So after a two-week hiatus, it's my turn to ask Drew five questions, and I am going to ask Drew if he is with it or if he's going to quit it. So, Drew, are you ready to start? I'm ready. Okay, number one. So I don't know if you saw the news come out today. But former Dallas Cowboys head coach Jason Garrett is tied as one of the finalists to land the job at Stanford at the college ranks. He's one of the finalists, apparently, that is being considered by uh, Stanford University. So, Drew, for number one, Jason Garrett would be able to lead Stanford to the Pac-12 championship if Stanford decides to hire him. Are you with it? Are you gonna quit it?
1: How good is Stanford right now?
0: Uh they're coming off a four and eight season, Drew. That's part of the reason why they are looking for a new coach.
1: Quit it. Ooh. NFL coaches don't always work in the college ranks and who knows if it'll work out for Jason Garrett and he would have to completely he'd have to be the savior of Stanford right now. And the in Jason Garrett just doesn't say yeah, he's that guy. If you got Dion coming to Stanford, they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're probably going to see, you might see the college football playoff next year. But
0: really? No.
1: Nah, wow. No, nah, Colorado's not going to see it. I don't know. I was, think, I I was about to say. Talent. But they're going to get some people, everybody in that transfer portal of those AM transfers and things like that. They're, they're, they're going to be like, yeah, they're, Colorado, they're asking about,
0: hey, uh, Colorado, you nice. have any opening for me? I'm like, what up,
1: Coach Prime? What's good? He's like, I don't play quarterback. I ain't trying to fight for your sunspot or nothing. Put me on a team. <laughs> I'll play special team.
0: I'll be the fourth string uh, water boy. If you need
1: they, he's gonna be he's gonna be a new hub for athletes, bro. Instead of going to Bama as much, they're gonna be like, man, it's gonna be it's gonna come down to Colorado and Bama. It's like, man, do I want to play for Coach Prime and start something new out here and take down Bama, or do I want to join the dynasty of Bama and just like probably get a championship?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so I'm, I'm glad you said something about Dion. We might talk about him. Here so I'm saying,
1: yeah, quit it on jay garrick quit
0: it on jason Garrett. okay number two so this i'm going to preface by saying that the um this is a question where money is not an issue okay okay so so nothing to worry about with uh, money or anything otherwise so if money was not an issue drew you would rather go to a team's away game. So, like, let's say you're going on the road to see the Mavericks or or forever, you know, reference, like, the Rangers or something like that. You'd rather go to a team's away game as opposed to a home game so that you can get to look at a new area that you are not familiar with With it or quit it. Taking a team's road game, basically, is the, the question. Well,
1: since money is not an option um i definitely try to go visit the mavs at like msg or something so yeah yeah, yeah definitely yeah
0: with it. so with it for sure yeah. oh yeah, yeah i i can't i can't blame you i mean i went on the road uh to uh to see a, a, a frog game just a couple weeks back or like an so...
1: nba all-star game or something oh yeah absolutely yeah. oh for sure, yeah. for sure. especially Maybe. when money's not an option but like if you're playing in the bahamas i'm going and yeah, they're playing absolutely. if they play on if they play a college basketball game on that battleship or whatever
0: again, yeah. we'll yeah. we'll <laughs> man that's so cool to see stuff like that you know yeah i mean you're not wrong all right good deal good deal number three we haven't gotten to do an episode since this news came out i think it was just last friday in fact that we found out the home run uh move of the offseason perhaps in major league baseball i know you know who i'm talking about the Jacob DeGrom coming to the Texas Rangers. And Drew, question now is, will the Texas Rangers, the Texas Rangers will be a playoff team next season by bringing in Jacob DeGrom with it or quit it?
1: I don't know about by just bringing in Jacob DeGrom, but with what they're doing, yes. I mean, they should be By by all accounts. They should be. They should be.
0: And they might not be done just yet, especially it's, it's, since
1: uh, Otani probably ain't coming back. It's not like the Angels were really in your way anyway, but um, you know the Mariners are in your way now since they're actually good at stuff now.
0: Yeah, Mariners are losing some some pieces. They might not be able yeah, to. So I mean, but they, the Rangers' be, time
1: is now. It's it's this is it. Like if the farm works out like it's supposed to, plus Degrom, you know, plus you know a year two of Seager, Simeon, you know, it's okay. supposed. To,
0: yeah, we're supposed to be back. got a lot I got a lot of time with those guys, and the, the pitching coming up is supposed to be very complimentary, especially with getting a guy like Jacob Degrom in here. Yeah. It's going to be fun to watch. I've already got some tickets for next year, Drew. I'm excited. I can't wait to see him. There I'm hoping go. he can we can get to see him in the start. Okay, Drew number four. We're going to get a little personal here, personality. Oh. So you, Mr. Drew Ivory, you prefer. Someone to tell you an uncomfortable truth rather than give you a comfortable lie. You with it?
1: Or quit it. Very much with it.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's honestly is the best policy for a lot of <laughs> reasons. But yeah, I mean, it, it always makes you feel good when you get a uh, you know a compliment or something. But even if it's not the truth, I think it'd be much easier to to handle. To have a you know the uncomfortableness of it as opposed right. to hearing something that you want to hear even if it's not true at all.
1: Yeah, I want the truth.
0: Absolutely. All right, Drew. Last but not least, number five. You mentioned him a moment ago. I didn't ah. want to I didn't want to go and, and give you anything uh, you know like that would age poorly. So all I'm saying with number five is Colorado hiring Deion Sanders will be the best college football coaching move. Made this off season easily with it, with it. With it. yeah. Easily with it, yeah. I I mean, there's, you know, what what he was able to do at Jackson State is remarkable, and I, I expect you know very similar results. Maybe even as early as next year, they could you know be in contention for a bowl game and and keep building from there. I, I think when we look back here in a few years, you know, we're gonna be like, how did how did everybody kind of whiff on Deion Sanders? as opposed to you know some of the other coaching moves that were made. So I'm glad that you're in agreement, Drew. Mm-hmm. And that is with it or quit it. And that is our show, ladies and gents. That
1: is the show. But a reminder, ladies and gentlemen, get your T Public merch ASAP because cool. if you don't get it soon, and you might have already missed a deadline yeah. actually, but I'm telling you now so you can get it before the end of the year, get that merch in because all types of shipping is going to be happening during the holidays. BJ got himself some new stickers. All yes, types of shipping is going to be happening during the holidays, so you might be delayed on your packages more than normal. So get those in ASAP. Absolutely. ASAP discounts are still ca- uh, happening up to 40% uh, nearly throughout the rest of the month. There's pr- there's brief windows where you're not having a sale, and even when you don't, you get free shipping uh, as, a, as a return for that. When you're paying full price for your shirts, you get free shipping. So either way, you got a deal. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of free shipping, I bet there's some from Fanatics as well.
0: I've got uh, up to 65% off site-wide oh. uh, over at cool. Fanatics by using the code BOLT. I don't see anything about shipping, but I'm sure, Drew, that 65% and- off is 65% plenty. Off I mean, that's good plenty, enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So there you go. Different I just, just used our code last weekend in order to buy some Christmas presents for the fam. So
1: There you go. Let's go. Turn up. woo Perfect, and, and that's what you got to do if you're trying to get those Christmas presents for your loved ones and you want to get them some sports gear, some memorabilia, some collectibles, jerseys, whatever. Use that low-down link in Shop Fanatics through our unique link and get that merch for your family and friends, and you support us along the way, and we appreciate it, of course. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in for this episode. This is another another episode of the lowdown sports show we will see you again next week peace Peace.